0: Hello there lovers. Hello there lovers. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of For the Lovers Podcast. We're on season three, episode six, and our last episode has been getting so much um, traction. So we appreciate you always supporting, always sharing the link, and just always being a real lover, you know, a lover of the arts, a lover of sex, a lover of black culture, a lover of Ty Hampton even, because when you listen to For The Lovers podcast, we're strictly here to just give you good content, real content, and for you to have a great day afterwards, for you to be able to relate. So, lovers, we are wrapping up the end of 2020. Um, for me personally, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. How the year started, how the year is going to end and everything that happened in between you know lovers this was a year like no other we all know that no matter where you come from who you are man or woman what race you are we've all experienced 2020 as a year being like no other even if you're old or young one of the main things i realized about 2020 and what it really means is that you must move forward So when the ball was dropping in 2019, bringing in 2020, my pastor said this theme for the year was going to be moving forward, move forward. You know, initially when January came, February came, March even came, I was definitely, you know, really out here in the streets and working, you know, I'm always working. I had one of my best friends in town, and she was living really close to me, so we were clubbing every night, you know, bottle popping, and it was a great it was a great time in January. but then it got really, really cold in February, and a lot of things that I am accustomed to, I think I really let slide, and I think that's why um we are where we are in 2020 now relationship wise at least but I often compare 2020 as a roller coaster just as it is as a relationship you see when you get on a ride on a roller coaster you buckle up and you got the you got the anticipation from going 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 up high and then that speedy drop down and that thrill that jumps in your stomach and then it goes up and down, up and down for the rest of the ride. And then it's over. And at this point, when you get off the roller coaster ride, you have an option. Your option is to get back on the ride, buckle up or get on another ride because that ride is over. So that's pretty much how I look at relationships and. I look at life in general, and I look at 2020. Everything that's happened in 2020, I mean month by month, you can take it apart. is like a, a testimony for some, a testimony for me to move forward. And it it's so hard, it's so hard, lovers, to imagine life moving forward without feeling justified on, you know certain things. But you have to realize if you're going to be worried about maybe, you know, a situation that didn't come out to your outcome, you know, a, a person maybe that didn't really earn their way in your life or a job even that you didn't get your promotion this year, regardless of any of those things, you still have to move forward. You have to shift your energy into positivity. And again, this is hard. I'm not telling you these things because it's a wake up and it's just easy and you don't have no feelings. I feel everything. Like I'm a very emotional person and people always wanted to. The one thing that I don't like about relationships is that when you ask a person to become vulnerable, when you ask them to, oh, take down your walls, don't do that. Do not ask, don't ever ask anyone to be vulnerable with them or break down the wall if you're literally not willing to handle what comes after that person releases themselves. You're not ready. Don't do that. But, you know, men and women play games. Men and women have a tendency to manipulate one another and to get what they want. And then when they get what they want now it's over and unfortunately that's not how the world works you see when people don't want to take accountability for their actions for their words they like to play victim and it's enough it's really an unfortunate thing because you can see the level of maturity within that as well but you have to move forward like it's just that every time i think about that every time i think about work everything you have to move forward Currently in New York City, within hospitality, indoor dining has shut down again. Our numbers of COVID have risen. The hospital beds are at a low percentage. You know, I think that because since March to December, what was that, about nine months? I think that most of us have forgotten how serious this pandemic really is because you were going out to eat you were going out to drinks you was going out to events even and people were letting their guard down is is literally back to what i was just saying about letting you know be becoming vulnerable becoming open letting your walls down it's the same notion you see when you forget how important it is to have a boundary to have a standard to have a guard up you're, subs- you're sustainable for anything that can come your way. You're taking a risk. And although all risks, all risks aren't bad, just understand what can come with taking a risk. It's like taking your mask off. You take your mask off on a crowded train. Hey, you just welcome any germs that can come your way. I want to just thank God for having favor on my life that I never have to take the train. <sighs> I don't think you love us understand. I have anxiety around being a lot of people at times. Like, I, I you would catch me on the bus, cross town, you know, from 34th Street to the other end of 34th Street. Maybe uptown, downtown, M15. But that's it. Um, if I can't walk or take a bus a few minutes or even Uber less than $20, I have to drive my car. Period. So I just want to thank God because I know how it is right now, lovers, to travel on the trains during a pandemic. I would not even be able to imagine. And taking an Uber all the time, you know, if you have expenses for it, go ahead. But that's that's expensive. Twenty dollars each way. You already spent a hundred dollars just to go to work with or without the things that that the flesh wants. Because the flesh comes in and, and tricks us all. You see, the flesh is what we see, is what we feel, is what we hear. It's our senses. You understand? The flesh. So when something feels good to us for the flesh, it's usually temporary. And we usually just, the measurement of pleasure within it is so unrealistic in a way because you crave it. It's like you crave a chocolate. You know that is the fucking flesh. <laughs> like your spirit don't need no motherfucking chocolate, okay? But we crave these things, and it could make us go crazy. You know what I'm saying? You had to reel it in. Even with me, like I was, I was just, I was just, I, I want to say I was wilding out this year because I really was not. You know, um, I was just doing a lot with one person. And even that still was not a lot. But it was a lot for me coming from celibacy. It was. It was a lot. And I enjoyed every moment of it, of course. I always enjoy my lovers. They always are a pleasure. But what happens is you get emotions and feelings involved. And it's fair because sometimes, you know, if you don't have a clear communication with what you are with a lover things always get misconstrued and for me I was just looking at stuff like this is what you asked for you asked for vulnerability you asked to take my walls down and that's what I did so why are you why are you feeling away with the outcome?" Oh, because you don't like this outcome. Oh, because you wanted me to be... You see, this this is the dangerous part as well with relationships. When people see the real you and they don't like the real you, then they want to push you back out to the wolves. That's not how relationships work, sweetheart. There's going to be so many things about individuals that you do not like. There is. And the way you can test to see if the relationship is worth staying in or not is if those options don't overpower the goodness of that person. But see, you can't measure that in materialistic things. You can't. You have to really measure that on that person. How does that person make you feel when you're around them? For me, 2020, I just was like, I haven't seen my mom in like a month. It just just really was a representation of adult life to the max. Because if you remember, I moved in my apartment two years ago. So, you know, I'm still adjusting to living on my own as well in the certain things. Like, you know, and I miss being at my mom's house, to be honest. I miss living with my mom because I was protected I realize why young women, you know, yes, they they should have their own places, but when they're really maturely ready. You see, when my mom raised me, she raised me in a way where I was going to go from her house to being protected and living with a husband. You know, that's just how I was raised. And I see why, because if you leave your parents' house as a young woman and go straight to living with a, a young man who is there to protect you, you're always protected and when I mean protected, I mean like it's protected from outside bullshit, anything that can happen, you know, no harm and all these things. Not really much so like, okay, taking care of the house because you already know how to take care of the house, cleaning, cooking. But I have to protect myself because there's nobody here to protect me. And sometimes that can be, how do we say it? I don't know it's just it's just a barrier that i don't even want to take down honestly you know i'm always weary about having men in my house um that's why i normally don't it's just a thing you know there's no supervision but again i'm 30 years old so i don't need supervision but you know it's just it's just something to that i think about as a young woman and why you know Men play their role and women play their role. But lovers, this episode will be a bit shorter than most episodes because this is a real reflecting moment. This is a moment to just reflect with me, breathe with me, and realize everything that you've overcome. And everything has still to come Because remember, just because you got through this hurdle Doesn't mean there's no more hurdles to go through You know, at the time Even how, when it happened It was just, everything was so emotional for me Like, I've never had that many emotions in one You know, that was just It just took a toll on my life And it will forever It's a, it's a planted It's a, it's a per- permanent death Like, it's not. she's not coming back So no matter what, she's not coming back I even lost one of my mom's really closest friends this year as well. And that was unexpected. Like, he wasn't even sick, you know? And so it it, it shows me how precious life really is. It's one of the things I keep thinking about every single day. Every single day I think about how precious life is. Why the present time is a gift. We get so caught up in chasing money. I remember, like, I used to tell people back in the day, because back in the day, my work ethic was really much different. Ty, at about, like, 25 years old, did not know, did not have, like... Ty, at 25 years old, was really Ty the bartender. That's when Ty the bartender was birthed. And I was making so much money back then. I mean, just money was being literally thrown at me. You have to understand, we had nightclubs. 2015, we're talking about. So we're bottle service. We're hookah girls. We're doing it all. We're coat check girls. We're hosting um, events. We're concierge and members-only private clubs. You know, I rubbed elbows with a lot of your, your most famous people. I just keep... I always keep a little profile, you know? I've always had the same phone number as well since junior high school, which I love. Because when it's time for me to reach out to them about this podcast, they're listening. They're wishing me well wishes. I think it's just fascinating the relationship status of 2020. Meaning, a lot of us um, lost contact with a lot of people because we weren't able to link up with them for a happy hour drink. We weren't able to go out with them for dinner. And then even when outdoor dining began in about June, you know, maybe life can start again, you know, with summertime. So we don't mind being outside, but we're we're having a blizzard where we're currently going to be in a blizzard. Apparently, there's no outdoor dining. But let me tell you how God's favor is always on his children. And don't think because things are bad in your life that God doesn't have favor on you. God does have favor, but you have to see. You have to see what's happening in your life and re-evaluate it. The goodness, don't dwell on the bad parts. Please don't. I started back work at the bar in June. So technically, I was really only off for two months. Well, two months at the bar because I'm always working from home as well. So I was off the bar for two months and I enjoyed it so much because I was able to start my book. Um, I was able to just do a lot of things that I never had the time for. Let's just be honest. I didn't. If I'm working 12 hour bar shifts and I'm just always working, I don't have time to do the things that are my passions, which is writing, you know, which is being a creative person. Once you detach money from your passions, the money flows in. I say this all the time. I say all the time and it's a concept that you either just have to have faith in and believe we as human beings as americans don't even have holiday you think about other people in other countries they have weeks off from work their livelihoods are designed differently mostly european countries but their livelihood is is set for life meaning Their livelihood is more important than working. We all know we have to work, duh. We all know we have to make money, duh. Like, that's obviously the obvious thing here. But if you're working so hard to make a million dollars... And then you can't even spend it because you're fucking sick now from working so hard... What the fuck was the purpose? You can't even bring the money with you when you die. Now, my purpose in making so much money is for when I do die is left for my kids, 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 kids. It's not even about me. I've already taken me out the equation because you know why I'm content with my life. I can do whatever I want, can buy whatever I want. And that's just a fact, but I know how to live within my means. I don't need to be flashy and I don't need people to know, oh, she got money. It's not, I don't give a fuck what you think or know. Different cultures, different people, live different lives and I see it and it's ugly <laughs> it's really ugly and I always wanted to chime in and hope that you are taking in all of 2020 I'm, I'm taking in baby taking in taking the good taking the bad taking the good sex taking the bad sex taking the the wish we could have the wish we would have the long messages we wish we could delete take it all in because no matter what it already happened Maybe 2021 will have a better future for you with your lover, or maybe it won't. Maybe this relationship that you just ended is the start of a new one with someone else. Did you ever think about that? And remember, I had this conversation with um actually my ex-lover now, and we talked about love, right? And love means love to me means unconditional love. You know, he mentioned something about how love, if you love someone, you want them to love you back. Of course. But see, when you really love someone, and I really, I always really love people. When you really love someone, you're going to want to see them happy regardless, even if it's not with you. And that's a mature love. That's a love that I've been able to acquire a long time ago. And you can't be annoying. Like, you can't hit. You can't even hit the person up. Because you know why? If you become a distraction for, you know, an old lover, you're pulling them away from a real love that they could possibly be in with. And that's probably the realest shit I can ever tell you. For example, I dated this guy, this Haitian guy. Remember we were talking about if I dated Haitians? I did date this Haitian guy. And maybe it was like, mm, I think it was like probably three years ago because it was before my surgery. So it was about three years ago. And this guy was lit. Like, you know, he was great, 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 great guy. But he was not ready for a relationship. And I'm never ready for a relationship either. Like I never go in a relationship and say, yeah, I want a relationship. I never say that. I just let it be for what it is. But I realized that sometimes I could probably be too much. And the guy is like, but I said I didn't want a relationship. So, you know, things always get tricky there. But fuck out of here. Don't fucking come in my life if you don't want a fucking relationship with me. So, anyway, make a long story short. One of the things that this guy always told me that stuck with me. Because he was, you know, he was successful. He had his own business. Young, black, beautiful, handsome guy. Like, just everything was perfect about him. We always went out. He was a he was definitely a free. So following up from uh Sex and the City episode last week, when one of our guests kept explaining how much he loved Haitian women because they're always wet lovers. If you dated a Haitian man, oh my gosh, we we had the best time together. Honestly, because we would always go out like you know different things we did because going out to eat gets boring, right? Unless you're spicy. So we would go out to eat. And like, you know, he would always want me to sit next to him. And he always smelled so good. Beard was on point. Everything was lit. And (laughs) he would always put his hands in my pants. And I love, I love being naughty. Like, if you know me, I I love being naughty secretly, though. You know, like, I love I love public acts of sex, like I do, but you have to be with your lover, and obviously I was with this guy for like a few months, so you know, it didn't matter, but yeah, so anyway, he would put his hands in my pants, and you know, the waiter's asking us what we want, and he's ordering for me because I can't order, <laughs> I'm literally like an O of what's happening below the table. And I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love it. Like, oh my gosh, it was it was a really great time to be with him. But fast forward, the reason why I brought him up was because I thought about. I always think about him, but you know, I let him be. I'm. I don't even. I'm not even a lurker. Like, I'm not one of those girls that lurks on your page. Like, I don't. I literally don't have the time to do that. I don't even have a fake Instagram page. Like, I don't know how to do that. Like, it's so weird to me because I don't do stuff like that. But anyway, um, his birthday. I always, uh, Birthdays are always important to me, right? I'm always birthdays, birthday, birthdays. So his birthday came up this year in 2020. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if I should um, reach out to him and give him a text message. Right? I was talking to my best friend about that. And she looked at me. and She's like, Ty, you always starting stuff. I was like, but come on. I mean, you, you know, we're older now. Maybe. And she was like, go ahead. So. This is the only time I said, well, let me look on his Instagram page and see if he has a girlfriend. Because I don't want to disturb anything that he has going on. So I went on his Instagram page. Um, we don't even follow each other. But I went on his Instagram page. And I was like, wow, he looks so happy. You know what? Let me not disturb his his joy. My best friend looked at me and she was like, bitch, you have grown. But it's true. If this person is not thinking about you, why are you, why are you reaching out to them? And it's not even on some, well, you didn't hit me up. It's not even about that. This person is just living their life. And I mean, I tweeted, why do exes hit you up on your birthdays? Unless, you know, And that depends as well, because if we, haven't, if we don't have a continuous conversation after we broke up, that I don't want random text messages from you because you, you're triggering me now. And I don't want to trigger anyone else either. So you have to let things be the way they are. I always say, if it's meant to be, it'll be. If we ran into each other, you know, somehow, some way, then maybe that could spark something. But I always feel like to randomly text somebody like, hey, I was just thinking about you. I don't know. I mean, you never know. You always shoot your shot, you know. With him, I shot my shot. That's how I got him. Like, I was initially uh, messaging him for, like, an event space. He had an event space that I bartended at. And I just, I'm always, you know, getting contacts. And I initially, I initially hit him up strictly on business. It wasn't no nothing else. And then he's like, oh, you know, you want to go to brunch? So I'm like, oh, he likes me? Oh, he <laughs> oh, you find an interest in a lover? Okay, well, let's move forward. So that's what happened. And it was nice, though. It was fun. It was a great experience. I learned a lot. I always learned a lot from my lovers. And um, he taught me that. The main thing, never expect anything from anyone. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And it makes so much sense now. Now that I'm, you no, know, that was what, three years ago? Now that I'm 30 years old, I don't expect shit from anyone. And, you know, I, I have to, we have to say that because that controls our inner peace. You know, even like on my birthday, I was expecting more than a birthday cake from my, from my birthday. But I think that's outside influences as well. And this is why it's very important to keep your relationship private because for me personally, my birthday cakes mean my motherfucking birthday. I never had four birthday cakes in a year. Never. And I thought that I, the, the, I, the fact that someone took the time to buy me a cake, get the candles, sing the, I don't know. It's just, it, it made me so happy And I realized that, do we really want materialistic things, or do we just want sometimes just the person themselves? We sometimes expect from people because we think that people could do better. They know better, they could do better. They know better, they could do better. And even the person themselves will say it. So it manipulates you to thinking like, well, am I supposed to just be happy with this minimalistic thing, this bare minimal thing when I know you could do better? Or should I just appreciate the moment? It fucks with your mind and you really don't know how to think or what to think. But moving forward, I'm not, I don't care about that stuff. Like moving forward, I really just care about the moments with my lover because to me, it's always just so precious and so short too because we have such busy lives. So moving forward, lovers, um, Enjoy these remaining days of 2020. Enjoy with your lovers. So many people are breaking up, like my friends calling off engagements, and it's a lot going on in, in the end of 2020. A lot of more, a lot of deaths keep happening, and we need to stay grounded and stay focused as much as possible. Clear your energy, clear your space. If you need alone time right now during the holiday season, don't be afraid to be alone. Don't force yourself to be in any situation. Don't spend your last money on shopping for gifts when the economy is so fucked up. You know, only you know your own riches and you count them those blessings, much so. And remember, lovers, you can follow me always at Ty Hampton on Instagram, at Ty the Bartender. Um, my bar, Watermark, will be open all season down at Pier 15. And this is what I was telling you about God's favor. Who knew that I would be working at a pier, also so close to home. I get there, what, in like 15 minutes? And that works for me and my mental. I'm not around no customers. I'm only around my coworkers. You know, I take being sick and healthiness very, 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 very serious. You know? And I am thankful that my coworkers remain healthy. I remain healthy. And I go to work, and I come home, and I mind my fucking business. Like... I did a few indoor dining situations. And frankly, I felt like they were forced. Especially the last the last thing I went to. I went to brunch um, last Sunday. Right before we, we recorded Sex in the City. We went to Jimmy's. And it was mad whack. <laughs> like, it was mad whack. First of all, I don't like hookah. I'm not a hookah mommy. Um, and it was just whack. The food was good. I will say that. But it was just whack because what... Jimmy's is always a daytime day party situation. And I felt like it was just a it was just forced. Like we was just sitting there. It was mad cold. I saw people that I haven't seen in a while, which is always how it is going out in New York City. But other than that, I was like, man, I could be home. I love being home, reading a book, writing a book, being on my lover. Well, I might need to find a new lover for 2021. But anyway, <laughs> lovers. Take care of yourself. Wear your mask, sanitize, and reflect on 2020. Cheers.